Hello, 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 hello. Galad is here. How are you doing, guys? From anywhere in the world, you are listening to me. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are welcome to another episode on this podcast, Just With Melody. Your one-stop podcast for fun, just an entertainment. I am your host, your friend, and your sister, Melody. Guys, you are welcome to episode two of season four of people and culture on just with melody you don't want to listen to this podcast alone so do want to call your friends and your family so we can have an amazing time together once again you're welcome to just with melody guys i am so excited remember i told you last week saturday that we're going to have guests who will come here from um week to week and come to share their own experience and talk about people and culture if you're yet to listen to everything i said about the season please do want to go to episode one it is right here on the podcast so go there and listen and get to understand everything about people and culture okay now without wasting further time i am going to introduce to you our guest for today now if you're following me on instagram you already know this person but before i reveal this person i want to let you guys know that for this season we have an official sponsor of this season and i am so excited and it's no other than iCut ushering services now iCut ushering services is a brand of professional ushers where um you need um, ushers for your events um you have things you want to do but you're trying to figure out how you're going to organize it and all that just leave it to iCut ushers they will treat your event as theirs and will give you nothing short of quality. So I ask and I endeavor, I ask you, I ask you to endeavor to reach out to them on Instagram at iCod Ushering Services. iCod is H-I-K-O-D, Ushering Services, and they are just a DM away, okay? All right, guys, iCod Ushering Services, this is a big shout out to you. Thank you so much for being our sponsor for this season. I really, really appreciate it. Now, let me introduce to you our guest. It is no other than Gift accord now gift before i go further gift is one of the blessings that god i mean she's a gift to me one of the gifts that god has given to me through the lady with boss community if you followed me consistently here on this podcast you know that i always talk about the lady with boss community i'm not going to talk much about that but gift is one of the persons that i've been blessed with amazing amazing person that i've been able to meet through the lady with boss community now gift is a native of igala from Kogi State. She holds a BSc degree in French and Russian language and an MSc in Russian philology. She teaches English as a foreign language and is also the author of two published scientific articles, both in Russian and English languages. She hopes to work with the United Nations in a couple of years to come. When she's not working, she's taking pictures, she's seeing movies, and she's traveling. Guys, Gift is one amazing, amazing person, and she is our first guest here on the podcast. Don't go nowhere. Let's listen to Gift. I'll be back. I once told someone where I was from, and the guy 
was almost swearing on his life that I was lying and he was so certain that I wasn't from where I said I was from so hello guys um, before I get into this just proper I would like you to take a cup of coffee or tea oh wait Nigerians don't take coffee and tea well just get a glass of juice or water because you're really going to want to hear this gist so um, first off before we dive in I would like to say it's such a delight to be here thank you so much to me for this opportunity so my name is Gift Akor I'm from Nigeria I am an Igala I'm from Kogi State I I'm a language tutor, so I teach English as a foreign language and Russian as a foreign language. I am currently in Russia and okay, what else about me? I've altered two scientific articles around political discourse. I drip glory. <laughs> yeah, okay, so let's just stop here. And I'm a speck. <laughs> okay, so I'm so excited to be doing this, Timmy. Thank you so much for the opportunity. So I am here uh, to share a few experiences I had growing up where I grew up in Kogi State. So I was born in Ida, Kogi State. Ida is actually quite a very small town in Kogi State. Right now it's like a village. Growing up it was not a village. It was more like a town, but well, right now uh, everything <laughs> It's more like crazy right now, so you can call it a village. Um, um, what else about Cookie State, Ida Cookie State? So let, let's just dive in. So I, I was born there. I was, I was brought up there. So I was bred and bartered in Ida Cookie State. I was bred and brought up <laughs> in Ida Cookie State. So yeah, enough of the jokes. So, um. One major thing, I don't know if you, okay, I don't know, the moment you heard Cookie State, maybe, I don't know <laughs> what kind of picture came to your head, but there are a whole lot of ideas and stereotypes around people uh, from Cookie State. So, first off, either, well, like I said, was actually not a village when I was growing up. It was a small town. Uh, we had everything. We had consistent electricity. We had street lights. We had safety. We had, uh, I think the only problem we had was water in my area. So, we had to go to where I lived. My street was not so far away from, I think it was about 10 minutes walk to 10, 15 minutes walk to um a stream and we used to go there to go fetch water from the stream sometimes when the boreholes were not working so i think the only problem we had in either then was the boreholes were <laughs> consistently having some kind of issues which led us to go to the stream to carry water on our heads and all of that and um i think going to the stream was actually time for some kind of social <laughs> whatever social interactions building some kind of uh, social uh, fabric and all of that so um my parents were one that quite restricted our movement so we were not just like um i don't know 
I think way back then, there was this sense of safety in Nigeria where children could go to the house, uh, the houses of their neighbors and spend or stay there till like late at night and parents wouldn't worry about their kids because they know that, okay, I mean, he or she must be the neighbor's place and they're safe there. For us, it was actually quite different. Like we were not really allowed well, I don't really remember a parent actually telling, um, saying we should not go out and stuff like that. But it was just something I grew up seeing my elder ones. I mean, we just, we prefer to stay in the house or something like that. Which is something that still, it's affected me till now because I'm still that kind of a person who, in as much as I like to interact with different kind of people, I have a problem getting out of my house. Like having to visit someone or even having to meet up with someone is usually something that i have to think about i have to plan and i have to push myself because my comfort zone is just being inside the house i can literally stay in the house all day uh, i was really excited about okay not like excited but the last year's pandemic and lockdown did not affect me one bit in fact I was one of the people that I kept wondering, okay, when are we going to go offline? Because at first we're still going into classes and you know all of that. And I was looking forward to a shutdown, even though because um, it actually kind of did affect my motivation to study and all of that. I I enjoyed the lockdown, honestly, I did. So that part of having uh, having to confine us not intentionally anyways it's not like my parents intentionally confined us but it's a kind of just give us this kind of stuff where we had this thing that okay we can actually play in the house we can watch tv in the house and you know all of that plus there was always electricity so there was usually i can't really remember any dull moments even while we were in the house yeah stuff like that and we were living in a story building which was not really easy to come down get out of the gate and you know all of that so it was just comfortable to be upstairs and there was just a lot of space to play around and you know all of that so about ida specifically so first i said that we had it was not really like a village when i was growing up uh, we had all of this we had really really good schools and I remember in my primary school one of the things and days that I really did look forward to was May 27th guys I don't really know about other areas in Nigeria but May 27th for people that actually I don't know how it is right now but my time anyways <laughs> it was more like Christmas because we have okay just the way you have emir of kanu if i'm not mistaken like a king of igwe of somewhere like that king of somewhere oba of ife yeah if i'm not mistaken yeah we have Ata of igala like atar is like the king so we have atar of igala and every may 27th all the primary schools in ida would always have to go to the atas palace and then we there we usually have this kind of competition where different schools are marching we dress up really pretty with our iron uniforms and some kind of ribbons and our hair you just come out looking pretty and then we get to do this competition and it's usually a delight like it's usually something that every child looked forward to 
and then i don't know whether it was because my school was always winning anyways i went to federal polytechnic staff school so it's um, a primary school from the federal polytechnic um like the polytechnic in either so and we're quite winning almost every single time like, i don't have any memory of any time we did uh, lose a competition or, or what so i guess maybe that was one of the things that was you know maybe really exciting me because it's a day where you go to more like <laughs> mock other schools or just have a lot of fun and teachers and everybody's just in high spirit and all of that i think that was just one major event apart from christmas that usually did happen in ida cookie state um children ceremonies and all of that um we were not really about uh this stuff they do what is it called again naming ceremony yes we i've never been to a naming ceremony in my life it was not a thing for us what we actually did more was child dedication when i think you have to go to church or something but i think my immediate younger brother's dedication was done in the house it was like some kind of a party so i can't really remember but we never did have child uh some kind of naming ceremony and stuff like that so um one major distinct thing about igalas where people always had to say okay let me not get ahead of myself so after my primary school okay yeah, yeah i grew up i was born here i grew up here and everything was actually quite okay it wasn't like a village every single thing the hospitals were all okay we had almost everything that you know a would i say any region would need to survive so fast forward to when i had to go to high school so now i had to move from Ida to um, the east to have my high school, which was Enugu State, Nsukar to be precise. Uh, I went to Shalom Academy, Nsukar, and there things were quite different because now I'm moving from the north central to the eastern part of Nigeria, and there was this kind of like call it tribalism and stuff like that. And I think that was the first time I became aware of where i'm more like being more aware of you know the kind of place i'm from because people always had you know this stuff where oh you're an igala i mean i remember one time um i would not my Igbo teacher or just the teacher in the school had i think they were teaching about culture and um how marriages are done in different parts of nigeria and i remember they had asked they were talking about bride price and then they had asked um how it was done in my culture and i, I remember mentioning to them that my culture we don't collect bride price so it's written there and then you bring it but they usually return it and then i was mocked like i guys i was really mocked everyone went laughing at me and my teacher was like okay that means the women all the gala women do not have values that's why they don't collect um bride price and for a long time throughout high school i had this low-key hatred for every easterner because i felt like okay I wasn't accepted here and it affected me. I never had one friend. <laughs> I never had one friend who was an Igbo. I mean, my friends were just, were just few of us, which all Igalas from 
you know either and all of that and i never tried to mingle with Igbos that much i was just a kid and i remember i was always saying okay i want to have my university in the east i just want to go somewhere else i don't like this people and you know all of that and then as fate will have it i had to you know <laughs> i had my university at same unsuka the university of nigeria unsuka and then ended up having a best friend who is an Igbo. my best friend right now is an Igbo, anyways the veil was taken away from my eyes so guys back to the story i was trying to tell you so now i left secondary school with this whole idea where people think that where i am from um i think I, I, I'm not really sure I knew why people always saw. Maybe because Igala is actually a minority group in Nigeria or something like that. I don't really know. But I remember very well that uh, I was out with my friends. So I'm in the university. I think that was my first year. I was going to second year or something like that. And then I was out with my friends. And this guy comes around and we had some small talk with my friends i mean i can't even remember what we talked about but it was quite intellectual and he went asking okay so where are you from and i'm like um i'm from cookie state i'm an igala and he went whoa like it's not possible you are not and i'm like and he went you know he was so convinced that i wasn't from cookie state that he was trying to make me rethink I think I was 16, 17 years old then and I I actually for a second had to pause to be like, okay, uh, am I from Cookie State? <laughs> you know, he was, and I'm like, okay, so why do you think that I am not from Cookie State? And then he went, oh, because uh, Cookie State people are not so pretty, um, they usually have tribal marks, they are usually so black, um, they don't dress well, uh, they are not smart so ordinarily people around like my friends are like okay this is meant to be a compliment right but i i didn't know what i knew now like i just wish it was just now we're trying to have that conversation but i was in between being confused like okay what are you what exactly are you even saying like i was like okay in my mind i was just like this is not a compliment at the same time i didn't know whether to be embarrassed i didn't know how to you know come out or put my my points together because like but anyways it was something that okay i think it was from then i started giving into thoughts like why people you know maybe thought that particular way about people from conquistate or igalas to be specific so well i found out that okay yes there is something that is common with people from cookie states which is the fact that they don't really aim so high there is this thing about being uh just content like they are just too content to a fault well we like call it mediocre or like it's just more like okay we have this we just have little bit of money we can eat we can afford what what and then we're okay and then there is no drive to basically push for more or to basically look you know just more like push for more and <laughs> all of those kind of stuff <laughs> and <laughs> okay now i'm actually remembering like the whole event is more like um it's it's more like i'm actually reliving this event but anyways, I will never forget the particular day. So, um, I remember, um, you know, what else? 
what I was actually there to talk about. Okay, I think maybe I'll just pause for now in this. I'll just pause for now here and then move back to the fact that, okay, after my university, I moved to Lagos. And even in Lagos, I still heard a couple of people say stuff like, okay, you don't look like you're an, an Igala. And I'm like, why don't I look like I'm an Igala? Not everybody has tribal marks so there's just this thing where they're like oh, where's your tribal mark my mom does not even have a tribal mark my dad does not even have a tribal mark none of my uncles and my aunties have a tribal mark neither do my cousins have tribal marks i think the only person that actually have a tribal mark is my maternal grandmother and i mean that's you know so Lagos people still have to say oh okay you don't look like you from police state but then they don't push it so far and and stuff like that so from lagos i moved to russia to have my masters and i am currently in russia uh and then um, usually here right now in in russia i mean most times i do not hesitate to tell people that i am from nigeria it's more like i have always been a patriot like regardless of the happenings which is sad everything that is happening with nigeria right now i carry nigeria with me wherever i go my published articles i had to involve nigerian political text my dissertation which actually well i didn't talk about that which kind of did make some waves here in in, in my school was very much about 50 percent of it was about nigeria nigerian political text so more like our presidential uh, text so most times people are like okay some people get asked me oh, where, where are you from you're from nigeria and then sometimes other people from other african countries get to make jokes and even nigerians themselves that okay haven't you denied your citizenship yet and people get to make jokes like okay other nigerians are actually denying the fact that you're from nigeria why so right now at this level like the last couple of years when i have been here in russia it's no more a question of maybe people having to bash my tribe it's more like people having to bash my country so i have actually translated from a tribe to the country and people will be like oh more like africans not really you know other people from other countries most times when i meet people i've, I've met people from you know different parts like not just russians but where I live, we are over a thousand foreign <laughs> foreigners and people from different areas. So a lot of times people are like, okay, Nigeria, oh, some people know about Nigeria, they're like, oh, that's a very rich country. And some people are like, okay, where's that again? Is it the southern part of Nigeria or is it the northern part of Nigeria? And um, people just people i think the only people that react badly to you know being from nigeria are people from let's say other part of african countries because i mean you wouldn't blame them it's more like the situation that uh, my country is right now which is not going to be forever anyways is it's what it is right now but regardless of it i still just you know have to i always think about okay i'm going to carry nigeria whatever i do i carry nigeria along with me because i basically believe that very soon um the story is never going to be the same forever so i remember when i had my graduation i specifically beyond being in nigeria my graduation day i specifically wore my igala native attire because 
I was um, trying to see how I could, you know, in my own little way, change the perspective of the perspective or the idea, the stereotypes that people have about Igala people, that they are not usually highly educated, they are not usually one that gets to push for more and all of that. I wanted to be able to show the fact that, okay, if anybody sees me wearing this, they would know definitely that I'm an Igala. I mean, if you know the, if you're well acquainted, acquainted with the cultural attires of different tribes of Nigeria, you will know that, okay, this person is, is, you know an igala you get to see that okay if an igala is seen that i wanted it to be like okay some kind of inspiration that okay you know that uh you can you can get past your environment you can basically do more we are in an age where it doesn't matter where where you were born or where you grew up knowledge is is everywhere and it's easier for you to maybe be in a small town but your mind is basically has actually traveled everywhere uh, around the world so i've been an advocate for nigeria every single thing i've been writing my country uh my tribe okay i don't really talk much about my tribe because i'm actually not in nigeria right now so most times i talk about nigeria and i always try to allow people see that um for my tribe, first of all, what I was always, the message I always had to pass to people when people like, okay, you don't look like you're from here. And I'm like, look, one of the things that, yes, we know that, okay, on an average, I usually tell people that it doesn't make sense for you to have to generalize anything because you saw or you think that uh, certain people are like this and you feel like every single person from this place behaved this way. I always did take pride in the fact that I am an eagle because I felt like regardless of how it is nobody would argue with the fact that you know my tribe people always say okay these people are actually nice these people are kind these people are people that okay can go out of their way to help a complete stranger it doesn't matter where you're from or what tribe you're from and all of that and of course again not every igala is kind (laughs) and all of that so first of all i want people out there if you have been listening up to this point I want people out there to actually know that um, it doesn't matter. Yes, our environment actually do shape us a lot. There are still igalas or people that I grew up with that um, you will say, okay, maybe the intellectual level or they didn't push further um, education-wise and all of that. But yes, the environment most likely had an effect. But upbringing, actually, I feel like upbringing... I, I might be wrong, but from my own experience, I, I feel like upbringing actually has, like, when I mean upbringing, I mean the people around you, your parents, maybe your aunties, your uncles, people that literally brought you up, they have much more influence on how you get to turn out than the environment that you, you, you know, you did grow up in. From my own little experience, I'm not saying it's so far, I can't basically make it a a fact yeah i'm not saying it's a fact but so far i think that uh your upbringing actually has more influence than you know environment and also the kind of choices a child gets to make the kind of people they surround themselves with the kind of things you're exposed to the, the kind of books they read the kind of movies they watch like from from the get-go gets to shape the kind of person they become so um 
it's it's more like the same thing that I keep having to tell people here that it's not about where this person is from it's about who this person is and I think um, it's time that people started coming out of their shows like coming out of the space of having to stereotype people about about something to really get to know more for, for more about let's say a kind of culture for yourself and and all this stuff so there is a lot of experiences and much much story that you know i would have loved to share but i would not like to go you know talking too much of blabbing but once again it was really um exciting for me to share snippets (laughs) from some of the experiences some of my experiences so far and having to talk about my experiences or talk anything about culture where i'm from or a country is is a delight it's something i've been doing almost all my life like right here most times i delight in in where i work every single thing i delight in having to chip in to educate more people about about not just nigeria but africa especially where i am where people think that africa it's still this very backward country where we don't have anything and a lot of people think we don't even have any kind of technology (laughs) i know i'm not supposed to be talking about where i live right now but i remember someone asking me whether we had universities in nigeria you can imagine so probably this is this is not okay about where i grew up but anyways i have i i'm usually thrilled to talk about culture and experiences in you know different kind of regions so this was a delight and if you have listened guys if you've listened up to this point you know thank you so very much i think you can actually comment if you could relate with any experience or if there is anything that you agree if there's anything you disagree you can just put them all out in the comments maybe we, sh- we can talk about it more and all of that so once again thank you very much to me thank you very much for this opportunity and i hope to see you guys some other time again bye love you love you keep dripping glory <laughs> hey guys you are welcome back what did i tell you about gifts like i told you guys that gift is she's a gift like she represents a name and and it's really really amazing all the things that she did share with us because see there are so many things that i'm just wondering that wait is it the same nigeria that me and this gay grew up in because remember she she talked about um uh what did she say yeah she did mention that um, she, they did Children's Day. They would go to the field. They would wear their best uniforms. They would march. They were always looking out. I mean, I don't know. Ejo, did it happen your own time? Because <laughs> in my own time, I did not see anything like that. It did not happen in my own time like that, yo. <laughs> children's Day, we just wake up. Okay, it's Children's Day. We're not going to school. We're happy. We're excited. And that's it. We. I never, ever, 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 ever did think that people do go. I, I did see it. My mom talked about it. My dad also talked about it, that in their days, they would wear their best uniforms, well ironed and everything. They would go and march for the, the governor or something like that. And they're all excited. They'll be giving food and drinks at the end of the day. I did also read about it in Easy Goes to School. 
So, but I'm thinking like, okay, maybe it was like not in my generation, but for gifts to say that it happened in Kogi State is <laughs> a shocking thing to me. And um, like I also mentioned that everything about people and culture is a way to educate people. You see that um, Gift also did have that thing when she mentions that she's Igala. Because I, like most of you already know that I served in uh, Kogi State. Ajaka. So that's like the Igalas, among the Igalas as well. So I did hear a number of things about these people, but I'm glad that I did not allow what I heard affect my relationship with them because most of them were actually negative things about them. They're actually sweet people. Yes, they do have their own ish. Yeah, I do agree with that. That's why we're all humans. But I am glad that I did not allow it to affect my relationships. If not, the people that I related with, I would not have been able to relate with them as much as I would have. So thank you, Gift. And I'm going to keep thanking Gifts. And subsequently, you guys are going to know why I am thanking Gifts. Gifts was the reason why a number of persons that I have as guests, she was the reason why they happened. Because she, I reached out to her and she was like, okay, I'm going to reach out to this person. So I'm going to reach out to this person and see how it comes about. So Gift, I mean, I truly, she is a gift to me. She was really, really supportive. And she went all out to make sure that these persons feature on my podcast and i am really really grateful so when these persons are coming up on the episode i'm going to be doing a huge shout out to her all the time all right guys this is where we draw the curtain on this podcast thank you so much for doing this with me i absolutely adore you thank you guys so much you can connect with gift our details are right there on the description connect with her on Instagram, wherever else you want to connect with her. Tell me what you think about this episode. I want to know your thoughts. Okay. Reach out to me on Instagram. You can reach out to me on WhatsApp or you send me a mail and I will definitely reply back. Okay. Thank you guys so much. I will see you next week, Saturday, 12 noon, West African time. I love you. Bye.